This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. By the book on BFM 89.9. Hello everyone and welcome to By the Book. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and with me as always, fellow lover of local literature, Lee Chui Lin. Hello, also fellow lover of good recommendations. Absolutely. And that's what today's show is really all about because today we're continuing on from our show last week where we celebrated Malaysian books and literature in conjunction, of course, with Merdeka and Malaysia Day. So this is part two, um, a continuation, as you say, of last week's show. And overall, what we've done is we've spoken to nine Malaysians and asked them to recommend their favourite local reads. So we heard from five people last week. Today, we have four more. And these are the questions. We asked them, what is a Malaysian book you would recommend and why? What was your experience reading this book? And what does this book represent in terms of the idea of Malaysian literature? So first, we have writer Tilon Sagulu with a recommendation of poetry by one of Malaysia's most celebrated poets. I would recommend uh, Saleh Ben Jonet, a poem sacred and profane, because uh, I just love um, the uh, how lyrical the poems are and. Uh, it's very spiritual and philosophical and thought-provoking uh, even now especially I think for uh, Malaysian readers because we have I think we tend to build our the way we see the world uh, with uh, how our community wants <laughs> so this, this book meditates and dissects on big themes like uh, religion, philosophy, and uh, spirituality, and with with Malaysian things in it, <laughs> and he did it with through like forty five poems in Bahasa and twenty three poems in English. So it's both Malay and English as well, and it's it's very interesting. I love his writing. The first time I read this book was in my early 20s. I think while I was doing my master's in UM. Yeah, and I was uh, in a, I would say, a spiritual journey, uh, trying to uh, understand things uh, uh, beyond uh, my, how I was brought up, I guess. And I was looking into things about uh, spiritual, religion, psychology, and philosophy, and I uh, stumbled upon this book, and I think it's very timeless because it's still relevant now, and it really changed the way I see <laughs> the world. And he he talked about sacred and profanity, and he uses uh, the body, the flesh the spirit and the soul as dichotomy but also showing that us that it is one and he uses a lot of sex and sexuality and he shows you how sex is something it's like an energy but it's something that is uh, sacred although what other people might think uh, sex and our body can be something that is profane but he is showing us that it is something that is spiritual and it's an uh, important part of our life and it's 
we should embrace it rather than, you know, repress it. In terms of Malaysian literature, Saleh Ben Jonet was uh, he was a writer who fights for the Malaysian writers who write in English back then, I think, and uh, he proves that he can write in both language, and they're both very good. <laughs> uh, his writing in Malay and English are very good. And I think, like today, we have Malaysian writers who write in English, Malaysian writers who write in their native language. I don't think it matters anymore. As the, what matters is the content. The content of our writing uh, makes us Malaysian. And I think this book represent is is the best representation of Malaysian literature for his time, and I think for now as well. Because it sort of unites <laughs> whatever language you write in, your content matters, not 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 the language. That was Tilon Sagulu talking about Saleh Ben Jonet's poems, both sacred and profane. It's a collection of poetry that reflects on subversive and often quite taboo themes through a very Malaysian lens. Next, Janet Ratha, who is museum curator at the Tunjuga Foundation, shares a collection of Iban folklore. I am an Iban from Sarawak. Today, I would like to recommend a Malaysian book entitled Kaliang of the Race World, written by Jimmy Donald, published in 1991 by Penerbit Fajar Bhakti. The author was one of our former school principal and was a member of parliament. This book is about Kaliang, who is a legendary hero in Iban mythology. He can be described as a supernatural being and a deity. For the Iban, Kaliang is the epitome or symbol of courage and strength and good looks. He is a warrior who lives in the upper cosmos. This book tells us about the adventures and life of this hero. It is an excellent source of Iban literature and oral tradition and is entertaining and I enjoyed reading it. It contains a rich knowledge on the mythical world, a collection of ancient Iban tales which has been handed down from generation to generation. And this book is a record of these ancient tales which might disappear if it's not published or recorded or documented in books. This book represents the idea of a Malaysian literature because it identifies with the Iban, one of the indigenous groups in Malaysia. Kaliang is a symbol of courage and bravery for Iban warriors who serve in history, in particular the Sarawak Rangers, who are renowned for their bravery in fighting the enemies for the country. That was Janet Rata, museum curator with the Tunjuga Foundation, talking about a collection of stories featuring a revered Iban folk hero.
You're listening to the second of two special episodes we're doing to celebrate Malaysian literature and stories by asking some Malaysians to share their favourite local reads. So up next, we're going to be hearing more recommendations. Meanwhile, we'd like to hear from you. Tell us, what are some of your favourite Malaysian books and authors? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio, write to us at buythebook at bfm.my. Business. Finance. And music, BFM 89.9. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Buy the Book with Sharmila and Lynn. It's Merdeka and Malaysia Day season. So, of course, it's a time when we're usually discussing questions of what it means to be Malaysian. In line with that, we've been asking Malaysians to recommend Malaysian books. This is the second of two episodes we're doing on that. So we've spoken to nine Malaysians overall. Last week, we heard from five. Today, we have four more. Um, it's like a numbers game. We asked them three questions. Um, so what is a Malaysian book you would recommend and why? What was your experience reading this book? And what does this book represent in terms of the idea of Malaysian literature? So earlier, we heard from writer Thilon Sagulu, as well as museum curator Janet Ratha. Now we have BFM's own Simwi Boon with a book that combines both words and visuals. So I would recommend Creatures of Near Kingdom, written by ZX Su and illustrated by Sharon Chin. I think it's unique. Uh, it's a beautiful book to read and enjoy. I also think it's a very important book because of the very familiar flavour that it evokes. It's very Malaysian in its illustration, in its stories. And, you know, for someone that grew up really enjoying the fantasy genre of things um, and but often exposed to very East Asian materials I guess you know China Japanese uh, manga aside. and even Western stuff like Tolkien and Dungeons and Dragons and all that it's it's nice to see something that feels very Malaysian the writing's not super simple but it's it's a simple book in a sense where it's not a artsy coffee table book it's a paperback it's not expensive it's something that you can just pick up and read and enjoy uh, without really thinking too much about it. This is one of those books that I really wish it didn't stop because you like 70 plus creatures and plants. It's just not, it's just not enough. I want more. <laughs> so um, yeah, going back to what I said again, you know, it's distinctively familiar. It has a dreamy quality to it. You know, it's, it's, it's humorous and creepy as well. So that's, it, it's really a great recipe for something like this I guess uh, the, the prose can be a little bit too flowery at times uh, but it's still quite witty funny a bit of sl- bit, bit sly I guess there is a sense of like malice or danger to some of the creatures when you read it uh, there's also some that's very whimsical in nature so it, it really has something for those that enjoy something, something dark it also is something for those that enjoy something light or uh, funny uh, and and some of the animals or plants I just wish it was real because you know each creature and plant really felt like it occupied a world of its own like a micro universe and it makes you imagine how it would be like if you came across them in real life when, when reading it uh, it's a product of imagination that makes you imagine more if, if that makes sense um, 
reading it, it does read like an encyclopedia for magical creatures in Malaysia, except that it's not written scientifically, which is something that I do appreciate. So you could say it's like a compilation of short stories. It's one of those things that you can just flip open and like dive into the world and be immersed by it. Um, some of my favorite animals, uh, one of it is the vampire snail, which it's basically a snail that sucks your blood through your shadow, which is creepy and also makes you feel icky because snails are kind of weird, although I do enjoy an escargot time to time. And and sucking your blood, the vampire part is like nightmarish, which all that package together is really cool. Uh, there's also like this tree that grows super tall and has no leaves, but that's because as the tree grows, the leaves branch out into a different universe, which is just cool. It's, it's crazy, you know? Uh, there's the hell dog. Uh, the shop house mole which sounds like something out of an acid trip the Malayan speaker tiger it's just a treasure trove of imagination and I can see so many short stories so many animations that can be that can be derived from this that I would be very excited to read or watch or that anyone would be excited to read or watch I think it represents um, identity and belonging you know, because again, going back to what I said about it, it, it has a very Malaysian flavor to it. You you get a glimpse of this world that's been built behind true ZX eyes or minds since it's imaginative. But also behind it, when you look into the writing, there's a veiled commentary on certain things that isn't that alien to a Malaysian. You when you read it, when you look at it, you you're like, Oh, I get I get I get what this means. Uh, or you're like, hmm, I, I think I know what he's talking about, you know. Um, you, you read it and you look at the illustrations and you like you feel familiar with it. You feel like this is something that could have been written and you could have read ten years ago, I guess. You know, and as a kid, and you're like, oh, that's interesting. And then when you grow up, you look back at it and you're like, oh, okay, that's probably what it meant. It, it's a very Malaysian product, although it is something that I feel like someone in Africa, Germany, or UK can pick up and enjoy. And another part of it, why I would say identity or belonging with this is because of the kind of like mystical and mythical quality that it reminds me of how traditional folklorish stories come from like your your, your Putrigunung Ledang Raja Bersiungs or Nagas or Orang Bunians or whatnot you know but again it's not somehow root, super rooted in tradition it has somewhat of a modern quality it's new it's something someone imagined out of it's not a story that your uncle, auntie, grandma told you, although it does feel like there is some influence, there is some kind of uh, inspiration, but it still feels whole on its own. That was Sim Boon, producer with BFM's Morning Run, talking about Creatures of Near Kingdoms by Zedek Siu and Sharon Chin. And that's a book that features weird and wonderful imaginary creatures accompanied by illustrations. Next, we have writer Sahidzan Saleh with his recommendation. So, uh, Sahidzan spoke in Bahasa Malaysia. We will just be popping in to sum up his points as we go along. The book I would like to recommend is this. Dentang by um, Saharil Aslin Samin, a.k.a. Saharil Chonteng. Published by Studio Anay Anay, mungkin dalam tahun 2017 lah buku ni terbit mengapa saya memilih buku ni kan dia mungkin sebab dia sesuai lah sesuai dibaca segenap lapisan masyarakat segenap lapisan umur dan saya amat rekomendkan buku ni kepada golongan-golongan seperti macam saya macam awak yang ketika ini mungkin payah untuk membaca buku 
baca sikit sudah macam ngantuk malas kan tapi ini buku ni daripada first paragraph sudah dapat menangkap hook lah menangkap setiap pembaca untuk menghabiskan bacaannya dan lagi satu dia penuh dengan nasihat-nasihat pesanan-pesanan yang baik kepada pembaca tak kira tak kira apa jenis usia kanak-kanak ke usia orang tua ke dia dapat dapat pesanan tu sampai kepada kita buku ni ditulis dan dikarang dengan secara santai saya santai relax dan buku ni bersifat ringan walaupun ringan santai tapi pesanannya amat padat dan syarat dengan emosi yang dapat mencengkam setiap perasaan pembaca itu So Sahid Zan recommended Dentang by Saharil Hasrin Sanim because it is suitable to be read by people from all walks of life, all ages. He particularly recommends it for people who might find it tough to pick up a book at this point in time. And he said the book captures your attention till the end and while written in a relaxed tone, it's able to evoke emotions from the reader. Saya sentiasa mencari buku-buku yang kalau bahasa Melayu, bahasa Malaysia, bahasa menggunakan bahasa Melayu, saya lebih tertarik kepada buku-buku daripada seberang. Andrea Hirata misalnya. Dan untuk buku-buku Malaysia, saya dapat perasaan yang sama, emosi, yang dapat memukul emosi, memberikan kesan sama dalam inilah, emosinya sampai kepada kita. Kalau dia sedih, kita pun berasa sedih. Maknanya, bagi saya setiap buku yang ditulis dia seperti kita baca buku tu tapi seolah-olah watak buku itu bercerita berdialog dengan kita secara berdepan begini bersembang dengan kita ini itulah buku yang saya saya yang bagus ketika baca So Sahizan said that when it comes to Malay language books, he usually looks for books from nearby countries, such as those by Andrea Hirata. He said though that he gets the same emotions from Dentang, that when he reads the book, he feels like it's talking to him. Mungkin saya boleh kategorikan buku Dentang ini sebagai New Age Malaysian Literature. New Age sebab bagi saya sebuah sastra itu seharusnya bila kita baca terus seiring dengan seiring sejalan dan dapat berpaut mencengkam berpaut dengan keadaan situasi sosial dan komunikasi masyarakat pada satu-satu masa itu contohnya buku sekarang ni kan kalau kita berkomunikasi dengan orang lain melalui media sosial WhatsApp kita banyak menggunakan emoticon, emoji kan. Dan buku ni menggunakan menggunakan pakai teknik tersebut. Dalam menerangkan macam dentang menerangkan si dentang ini menerangkan dia punya emosi, sedihan, kesedihan dia tidak tidak perlu menulis panjang lebar dia sedih. Cuma emoticon kesedihan itu. Menggunakan emoji ya. Sahid Zan said he'd categorized Dendang as New Age Malaysian literature and he went on to say that a literary work should go hand in hand with current social issues of the community it comes from and he used the example of how we now communicate on WhatsApp or social media with emojis and how the book uses this as a way to convey emotions.
So overall, that was writer Sahid Zansale recommending Dentang by Saharil Hasrin Sanim. Uh, that's a contemporary novel. It's the third in a trilogy. The others are called Tentang and Kentang. So that's it for our two-episode focus on recommendations of Malaysian books by Malaysians. If you'd like to hear uh, the ones that the books that were brought up last week, do look up Malaysian books recommended by Malaysians Part One. You can find that episode on our app or on bfm.my. And of course, we also want to hear from you. Tell us your favorite local books and authors. You can WhatsApp us zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Write to us at buythebook at bfm.my. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.